to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco. And Kyle. Yes. Do you remember the movie Swordfish? I do remember Swordfish <laughs> with so, the ball bearings so, and the uh, Hugh Jackman distraction scene. There, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there is that. That yeah. was notorious. When that movie mm-hmm. came out, notorious. Well, I'm not even yeah. going to get into yeah, that, right? No, no, no. So 2001, crime thriller, mm-hmm. John Travolta, Hugh Jackman, Halle Berry, Don Cheadle, Sam Shepard, whole Man, bunch of people. That movie, I wish that movie was as good as that cast list. And I also wish it was as good as it was hyped to be. Oh, yes. Because, right? And what is it? It's a crime thriller involving hacking, computer Mm -hmm. hacking, crazy action sequences. But my favorite part of that movie continues to be the first 10 minutes. Yes. It never gets better than that. It's um, Just watch the first 10 minutes. It's on YouTube, right? Yeah. You begin with this incredible movie uh, monologue by John Travolta's character. Yep. Talks about movies and everything else. Goes into this very tense hostage standoff. But one of the things that I find really amazing about this this moment is, and not spoilers, you sure. can go, because we're telling you to go find it for this reason. Yeah. There's a hostage scene where a hostage is loaded with explosives. They try to get her out. She's in the middle of the street. She explodes. Mm-hmm. But it is one of the most, I don't want to say realistic, mm. but it is one of the most epic looks at sound concussion oh. in a movie. Okay. Where when you see big things explode in movies, typically it's a big explosion, yeah. but there's no shattered windows everywhere, right? You don't usually see that. Mm-hmm. This is one of the movies where, no, you understand big explosions have have a concussion to them yes. that blows things out and blows people over and causes destruction. Yeah. Well, that has something to do with this minute. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Because we, we, we get into a little of that towards the end of minute 55 of 2008's Incredible Hulk, directed by Louis Leterrier. Uh, before we get to that point, we pick up where we left off, which is the standoff between the Incredible Hulk and Captain of the Colonies. I, I could I was trying to find figure out what a British version of, of Captain America was that wasn't Captain Britain, because there already is a Captain Britain. Right. That was as close as I came. Uh, so, th- so I remember when this movie came out, watching this scene and loving it, thinking, we're seeing a sneak preview of what Captain America is going to be. Because at the time, we watched this in 2008, we knew there was a Captain America movie coming, oh, and now yeah. here we have a soldier who's been in, you know, with the Cap- with the Super Soldier Serum, who's now doing superhero fighting. And this is the first time we've ever gotten to see that. I mean, Iron Man was in the suit. This is a guy just doing this stuff. Just a guy. Yeah. I mean, so at the time it was like, oh, can you imagine how awesome Captain America is going to be if this is what they're doing now? And, you ima- and it turns out we were right. And we were but- right. Can you imagine if he had picked up one of these shards of metal and used it <laughs> yes, as a shield? I was, I was That's incredible. That, that would have been that amazing foreshadowing. That would have been a great moment, but you know, yeah. it's like they were trying to you know, make their own thing and stuff, too. So uh, we have um, Emil, when we last left him, uh, was uh, at the top of this sculpture as the Hulk was there, and he was bang, uh, bang, um, bang, bang, bang. Yes. more bullets. Uh, he was using his uh, Sig Sauer sidearm uh, to shoot the Hulk in the face, but it wasn't doing anything. Uh, so then uh, Hulk has finally had enough, or the clip was empty, and he makes his move. And so it's a, Blonsky does this amazing vault from the top of it all the way over the Hulk, still shooting uh, as he lands on the thing. And this uh, was really done. 
they actually did this. So this is this is uh, Tim Roth's stunt double, Cyril, uh, doing this actual stunt. It's wire work. Uh, she goes from the top, and he vaults over the thing and lands on the ground. I, obviously, he was, he's on a harness, uh, but this is this is uh, once again stuntman doing his thing. Right. Now, interesting when you said this yeah. because when you go through it, and I stopped one of the shots. Yeah. It looks a little wonky, actually. <laughs> like, and again, I'm we're, we're stopping something well, sure. in full motion. Yeah. And I thought, oh, like initially, I'm like, well, that's some weird CGI because he's turned into like a salamander-looking thing. <laughs> no, that's that's actual physical motion blur right. for this for this swoop. Yeah. Right. And, and obviously, there's there's layers of stuff they put over right. it too. So there's there's probably a certain element of that too. But yeah, he he literally did that leap from the top of it as he did the run up to it. He did the leap down. Uh, so yeah, so shout out to Cyril and, and like I say, uh, District B thirteen uh, and its sequel. If you want to see more of his him uh, in action without his it has being his own stunt double, uh, it's a pretty good French action movie. Well, and this is pretty good too in that he has the same stature, the same build, mm-hmm. and you know even they might have done a little bit of CGI trickery, like his head and everything. Mm-hmm. This is very believable. Very in line with with uh, Tim Roth. Yeah, yeah, you, you really wouldn't it, like if you didn't know. You really think right. that really is Tim Roth that did the job, uh, and so yeah. So then he's continuing on to like he he has the gun, so why not shoot it? Uh, so, but this is where it's really cool. So the Hulk is sort of like this really annoying gnat of a soldier. Like how have I still not smashed this guy? And goes after him, and Emil does this amazing sequence of dodging uh all of the like the, as the hulk is like has these these uh pieces of metal like uh, on his arm these these shield things that he's smashing into the ground and Emil is just dodging and leaping it over and yeah and even ross is impressed my god he's doing it right. like and, and so at the same time you're like oh my god that's like a soldier is going toe to toe with the hulk and living like he's not making progress like he's not you know making damage to the hulk but He's alive. He hasn't died immediately. (laughs) He's the longest anyone's ever gone, you know, physically toe to toe with the Hulk. Wow. It's, it's the great thing. It's the, it's the realization that not being instantly dead is a win. Yeah. (laughs) And even Ross is like, it actually worked. One of my plans actually worked. Uh, So do you find it interesting? Like, like, and they don't, and, and there isn't, I'm not alluding to anything that, it's not here. Mm-hmm. There's no indication on the Hulk's part. It would have been interesting to put in a moment of the Hulk going, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. You be- can see he's getting more frustrated. He's but, getting frustrated. But, but yeah, the confusion would have been good. Because this, sh- this should be yeah. the first time this Hulk has ever not done whatever he's wanted, right? right? And everyone and yeah, run. And, and yeah, and had just anything other than just a regular ordinary person right. in his way. Yeah. Because obviously there was there was a missing period that we know that there were some right. other adventures happen, uh, but uh, yeah we see so the the Hulk is is trying to slam down and then um, he slams a piece of metal down right there and then Blonsky plants his feet and shoots himself backwards off of it. Oh God, I just I love this one by my favorite minute so far. This is well and also not to well. <laughs> Not to reference a future movie, the future uh-huh. character, he pulls the Star Lord move. <laughs> that's true. Right? Yeah, that's right. That's really, what it Sliding is? Sliding out of the way. Slide yeah. on the ground, back. away from the danger. It was. That's it's right. pretty, oh, it's really well done. Yeah. it's a great action. I would sequence. say that I think Star Lord was doing the Blonsky move. <gasps> that's right. Oh, well, that's that's a new thing now. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm trying to where it lines up in the timeline. Right. Uh, but yeah, he's trying over and over again to try and get this little guy, and he just cannot get him. Uh, and then. Uh, Ross then gets on the on the comms and says, "Move him towards the cannons." And once again, Blonsky, B 
being the good soldier. Yeah. Like he really he's like he's like I'm doing all right here. I could really do some some sure. but he goes, "All right, I'll continue on with my plan." Uh, and so he he's like, and then basically like, "Okay, Hulk, chase me." And so like, oh, "Come on, come on, chase me, chase me." Uh turns and then starts running away and we know he's a really good runner. So we see him go on there and then Operation Dukes of Hazard is still in effect. We have both of the uh, Humvees with the the weapon, some kind of weapon. We have we don't know exactly what it is yet. The cannons come leaping out over the the hedges again. Uh, like obviously they they brought their ramps again. Now since we re- recorded the the first one, where Blonsky comes running in, and now I now know how they did this, so I can go back through. Before I had a suspicion, and it turns out my suspicion was correct. Yay. He is on a wire rig, so there actually are are multiple wires on him. There's a rig that's holding him off the ground, mm-hmm. and there's a rig that's on his chest that's pulling him forward so the actor's job is don't touch the ground keep your back straight and keep pumping your legs and it'll look fine but there's on the on the blu-ray there's multiple versions of him not being able to keep all of this going because you, and then he, he said <laughs> yeah. as, as once i got that i was standing up straight once i got that my feet were continuing to move and i was doing it at the right rate mm-hmm. then i remembered Oh wait, I'm an actor. I have to be acting too, because <laughs> you have to keep the expression on his face. It has to not be okay. Do this thing, then this thing, and this thing. You have to be like, oh yeah, I'm Blonsky running away or towards the Hulk. <laughs> so it was a hard thing. But they showed a couple times doing it, and I thought, you know, that that effect looks familiar. And it turns out it was developed for. Do you know where? No. The original Superman movie when Clark is racing the train. Oh, what? Yes. So that Clark running alongside yes. the train. The same technology. Almost identical. It's he's there's a rig above him that's keeping him up off the ground, and there's a rig in front of him that's pulling him forward at almost forty miles an hour. And so the actor's job is basically don't let your feet touch the ground because if anything stops it, you're gonna go to you're gonna be wow. skipped like a stone. So, so you have to basically just keep your feet running right. and then they'll do stuff with the speed of, of how the looking and it looks great. And and, and, say, and it still looks great. Well, thirty years yeah. right between and, and Superman they, and this. Right. And will and actually they do a variation of this in Civil War too. So I mean like it's still even it continues on like it's it's poor man's process like it's some of the sometimes the early stuff is still the best way to do things now i will point out the the one flaw okay which for me one of the things that i don't like about this effect is is that okay once you've suspended someone off the ground yes you no longer now have the motion up and down of your of your torso and your head yeah impacting on the ground right yeah, yeah, that bugs me. And there, there's a little bit of like you can see a little bit with the clothing, like you can yes. see that, like you can see kind of like where they remove the wire. You can, it's it's pulled up a little bit. Well, especially there is one shot of him. Yeah. That, that's pretty clear. Yeah. See, now I I miss the the natural up and down motion that yeah. your body would have as you took each step and yeah. as and as you went from you know going over the ground to then impacting the ground. Yes, that seems to be a little missing to me. True. But yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. it's it's an effect. It works. It does what it needs to do. It does what it needs to do. Yeah. So you know and what's going on. you're not going to do it for more than a couple of seconds. Right. You know, you're not going to have like a, a full five minutes shot of them doing that. It's right. just like, you know, you get two, five, two to five seconds of it. So in the midst of all this happening, mm-hmm. just, just even because this is all happening so fast, as those Humvees now have, these new Humvees have just, you know, done their leap. There's a couple things that we can call back to, to the credits of the movie. That's right. Because we saw this exact configuration uh, in the opening sequence uh, and it was under Stark Industries. It's a Stark Industry special. That's right. And we know, we, we not necessarily know what it is yet, but but we know that we've seen this vehicle. Yes. So we saw it in like minute two or yeah. minute three of the movie. Um, but heavily hinted as to what it is, mm-hmm. 
because what it looks like is the world's biggest subwoofer <laughs> yep. strapped on top of a Humvee. <laughs> That's right. So I kind of get <laughs> like either. Okay, I see where this is going. Either we're about to, to play some horrible music at the world's <laughs> big biggest beach party. Or, or and now, else. and now enjoy Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, <laughs> whatever we use when we want to get people out of a building, right? Um, yeah, so no, you see that, and I think it's it's immediately this is this is good design in that you can you can assume what is going to happen here. Yeah. You know, as soon as you see this this vehicle come into view. Yeah, so they they basically are getting themselves in position. So Blonsky is now running at them. The Humvees are coming towards him, and the Hulk is chasing him. I don't even think the Hulk is aware that the other Humvees are going. Plus, what's he worried about Humvees? He's already taken out three. Yeah, what can four. you do? Yeah, so what, what can these things possibly do? So then we have uh, Blonsky blow past the most ineffective soldiers of all. Like, hey, we all got our pistols, sir. Yeah, this is all pistols. <laughs> they all have pistols. <laughs> you, got, you got nothing, nothing. Really, you guys have no point in this at all. Uh, but I think they show the speed, too, as he just like completely just, just ghosts by them. Uh, and so then he gets uh, in position, and uh, he calls a little too early. Uh, yes. <laughs> he says, uh, do it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I had to get ready. I had to get ready for the do it. <laughs> uh, so he goes. Obviously, he yells it out. That was a. That was the Emperor from uh, Episode Three of Star Wars. Well, not quite um, the Emperor yet. Oh, oh. the Emperor. Yeah. Should yeah, I call? Still... Should I call that out? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So that he he calls out. Do it now. Uh, and they fire off what we turns out to be sonic cannons. Uh, and so they blast him, but he's not quite clear of the blast zone. So uh, Blonsky actually gets lifted up and knocked to the side. It wasn't anything. Obviously, sonic cannons would just be pure sound. I think this is much more because Stark Industries, a little bit of repulsor tech. Right. Yeah, I think yes. a little bit of repulsor tech in with the sonic. I think there's a sonic element to it. But this, this when I see this, this much more feels like what I think it would be when you, when Tony Stark is using his, you know, like his uh, hand blasters, essentially. Right. You know, like the, this is the kind of like that, that's, it's it's force in addition to sonic stuff, too. Uh, and you know what? It works. Oh, it totally works. Like, I mean, it hits the Hulk and whoa, holy cow, something stopped him in his tracks. So this technology, again, not to go too far ahead into yeah, the MCU. Yeah, you, you, you pointed this out to me, so I was hoping you would bring this up. There is a movie that uses this technology... Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yeah, this that this is, and they've actually connected this. The part of the technology that is used to create some of the things—not spoiler, right? Mm, yeah, things that happen. Some of the illusions mm-hmm. are exactly tied to this technology, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a nice little way of them connecting this film, which obviously a lot of times gets totally ignored, uh, to bring this this sort of back into the proper MCU. But you, but you do love this whole. Uh, the effects here are Blonsky taking his leap a little too soon. Yep. Him getting knocked out of frame yeah. by this. So you've got the effect. You can see the ver- the optical effect of the of the concussion, the audio concussion coming out of the cannon. You see him get get pushed out of the way, mm-hmm. and then we lead to what is the, the the big crazy great shot of the Hulk getting really knocked, almost knocked on his rear. Yeah, from like, this. Yeah, the 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 shields are like are, are almost he, he like has to struggle to even hold on to those. I mean, like it really hits him hard, uh, and, and in a way we have not seen anything no, hit the exactly. Hulk hard. Uh, closest would be the grenades uh, from Blonsky's grenade launcher, uh, but yeah, the, the Hulk is and, and even uh, th- this is the nice thing. The seeing the reaction of 
a quote-unquote ordinary human, but just like a person, like right. what they would happen to be. And Blonsky on the ground getting pulled back by the force of it and then like screaming and covering his own ear. I mean, like he right. is in physical pain too. So you can only imagine what the Hulk is going through too. So interesting note that uh, they point out in the commentary. So you know whose idea sonic cannons were? Oh, no. Edward Norton. Really? Yeah, the director wanted to do, he was thinking originally it was glue, like they were going to have the surrounding, like do some sort of like uh, like gel thing like we see in The Incredibles. Oh, uh, yeah. Or then his next thought, oh, anti-gravity. Like they're going to basically, like if you can't run, you can't punch. So like they were going to have like three beams around him lifting him off the ground. And so what they were talking about developing is, obviously, as we know, Edward Norton did a rewrite of the movie. He was saying, like, that's too far. Like, that's too far into sci-fi stuff, too. We need to keep it more grounded. What about sonic cannons? And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. So it's the same kind of idea of a mounted thing, a technology thing that's, you know, attacking Hulk, but it's different than what they originally had designed. So shout out to Edward Norton. for well, yeah, because the glue? Yeah. Yeah. No, super that's... adhesive, you know, whatever they call but it. Even adhesive just... X. I mean, there's that's a Marvel thing. Uh, yeah, that's a Zemo but, thing. I mean, well, that's just so. I mean, yeah, that's got problems all over it, right? Yeah. Uh, and comedy more than anything else. Yeah. yeah, and I can see the whole gravity levitation yeah. sort of. No, that's we're not ready for that. No, that's especially much. like if you had that technology, this is not what you'd be using it no. for. No, 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 no. Yeah. I like the sound of cannon use. Yeah, I think it's a great. Not only is it, not only is it. Okay, it's, it's it's just outside the realm of exactly. what we could do. Enough realism yes. to where you believe. Yeah. And a really cool effect. Yeah. Yeah, so. it looks and it looks great just the yeah. ripples and you can see like you can see it rippling across his body. Yeah, yeah it, it looks really great. Uh and and so it looks like that's uh that's where it ends. I mean like I mean they they beat him, right? We go to a shot uh sort of to over the left shoulder of a Hummer. Yeah. <laughs> and we see the Hulk <laughs> kind of agonizing in pain. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. So I think I think the, they beat him, right? Well, like, what I would assume is is that through the uh, storm clouds, a couple helicopters come and they have a big walnut shell, <laughs> and then they just drop the walnut shell on. I would assume at minute fifty six would then be exer- um, um, administering Ipecac and getting him to try and vomit up the the drive. That's what 50, that's what fifty six is, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> it has to be. So, but I guess you'll have to find out by tuning in to our next episode. In the meantime, uh, we're here to not only upgrade your your trivia knowledge, but upgrade your wardrobe as well, because we have Marvel Movie Minutes and the next reel inspired clothing. We got our logo. We put on all kinds of stuff, plus some really fun designs that uh, I think the listeners of this show will really enjoy. Uh, you can find out more at going to thenextreel.com slash merch and seeing what we have on offer. We'll see you back here for Minute 56. We hope you had a smashing good time. Until next time, true believers, bye.